0: heard that oh y song I No, I forgot to look it up. It's the REM Show, and I'm Darren Peck, NMLS license number 2000110 with Academy Mortgage Corporation number 3113, and we are an equal housing lender.
1: And I am Rebecca Donaldson, senior broker with Elite Real Estate, licensed in the state of Oregon. And my license number is 201213455.
0: And we are back with the REM show. It stands for? Realtors, Escrow,
1: and Mortgage. Oh
0: my. How was that? <laughs> that was awesome. How, 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 how.
1: <laughs> well, you got that down pretty good. Why,
0: well, yeah. Hey, you know what? I just saw that we are actually live right now on Facebook. We are. I don't. Just said on my phone, I'm like, Who, who's live? Oh, are we are. We are. Dork. It's oh, probably better than being dead. <laughs> I mean, okay.
1: When you wake up on the right side of the grass, it's always a good day, right?
0: Right side of the grass.
1: Right side of the grass. If you're underneath the grass. <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> I was thinking bed. Get with the like, where do you get that from? That's what
1: my dad always says. You're on the right side of the grass. Oh, kid.
0: man. You're not pushing up daisies. Okay. Anyway, hello.
1: Hi, how's it going?
0: Rebecca, I am doing fine. How are you? Fabulous. What is going on in Rebecca's world this week?
1: What isn't going on? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Has it been stressful? A little stressy week?
1: Just busy. Just It
0: was. I Again, I'm always waiting for that week where it's going to kind of, you know, get into that groove or I'm not wiped out at the end of the day and people aren't calling me at 11 o'clock for pre-approvals. Yeah.
1: I actually took half of yesterday off. And I was going to take this morning off, but then I ended up going to... Charbonneau to show some property, but that's okay.
0: Charbonneau, where down where's Charbonneau?
1: Canby, outside of Canby. That's before, right. I've seen before that before sign. Bell. I've just never
0: been. What's yeah. in Charbonneau? Anything?
1: Yeah, nice houses. Yeah, in there.
0: when you're going to show a house, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, anytime you get to show a nine hundred and fifty thousand dollars house, it's you know, well, it's a nice house.
0: <laughs> I always look at them like, oh man, I want this one, but then I don't do it. <laughs> no. So I we are going to do some um, one of our new ep- uh, episodes, one of our new segments. Yes. We are. The REM Pony Express. The Pony Express. The Pony Express. That's right. gluck, 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 gluck.
1: <laughs> We're not gonna do that right now though.
0: No, I'm just gonna I'm gonna be reading that to you in a little bit. Um, but I did wanna uh, talk to you I want something to segue into one of the topics you're gonna talk about today. So my question to you today to get things started is I know you like classic. I know you're a muscle car person, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. Okay, what's your favorite? What would be if you could buy any any classic car?
1: 1967 Mustang Shelby GT.
0: Oh, that's a nice car. Yeah, they're nice cars. I now, why would you want that car?
1: Because it's fast.
0: Everything. It's the, sound. This, it's it's the, the sound. It's the, the sound of the car. Yeah. I agree with you, the sound or the shake when you got the hood going. Yeah. 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 Okay. So I don't cool. know. I think I'd probably go with like. Oh, I just love the '70s cars, man. As you know, one of the things for me is is that the old classic cars were made for there must be taller people or something because <laughs> I always have leg room. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I think if I could get any car, I'd probably do a 1939 Packard.
1: 39?
0: It, they look like it's the old uh, like Al Capone gangster car. Oh, for heaven's sake. Oh, sakes. my God. I would love one of those.
1: My grandfather always used to drive a Continental because he was seven foot two.
0: I do like the old, well, my kids call them old man cars, but I do like the old Lincolns and the Cadillacs. And yep. my dad used to have an old, I forget what year that was. I think it was a 70s Cadillac, but it was super long, they yellow. Have that, yeah, they have bleh. the leg room. It was yellow, and he had. uh, I think at one point he was going to put the big steer horns on the front, just a big goofy, (laughs) the train horn in it. Steer horns. Well, and when you go to look at cars like that, you know that's a different kind of a buyer, and it's also a different kind of a seller that's selling you that car. Like you wouldn't walk up and. Be like, oh yeah. my God! Why did you paint it this color? Oh, you're way overpriced. These tires are terrible. You, would you never, never do know. That.
1: Somebody might. Of but, course, they do.
0: But you wouldn't do that, right? And oh, that, that, and there's a reason why. Because if you're a buyer, that wouldn't be buyer etiquette, <laughs> would it?
1: I see what you did. You say see how again. I
0: rolled right into yeah. that? Yeah,
1: we're gonna talk about buyers. We etiquette. are gonna talk
0: about yeah. it. Um, and the reason is, is we talk a lot about listing homes and sellers and yeah. all that. But I wanted to ask you um, with buyers. How can they uh, present themselves or how would you recommend when they're, when you're showing a house like the one you just did,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, you know, you don't want to come in there and be rude and obnoxious or anything like that. Cause you're going to be competing with other people. Right. So well, I always
1: tell them, you know, it's 2022, there's smart cameras, there's the ring, the Google doorbells. Oh
0: boy. Is there, you
1: know, there's audio you can't inside say and outside. And I always, first time I see a ring doorbell or a Google doorbell, I'm like, you're being recorded. Yeah.
0: Zip it. Zip it. Don't say anything.
1: And you don't want to give away your your negotiation power.
0: Yeah, like you're not, I wouldn't want to be sitting there going, hey, yeah, we should just offer them 910 and hope that they'll take it. You don't want to discuss
1: offers, you don't want to insult. The seller, because what if you end up liking it just because you can do cosmetic things to make it your own? But yeah. you're talking derogatory. Open a wall up or something. Yeah. yeah, but you're talking derogatory about it inside the house. You know, sellers. Walking, oh my God! What's yeah, that smell? If sellers can hear you, they're yeah. gonna be like. uh. Um,
0: I've only been in one where I think they were actually recording or listening, which I thought was kind of strange too. By the way, I mean I. technology what do you know
1: you know I have you know some sellers right now whose mom lives with them because she has some health issues and you know they have audio and video recording inside the house just in case there's an emergency
0: well, and you and I, if we were working in a uh, open house, I wouldn't want to be talking about my other clients or other homes I'm showing. Right. Or, you have to be you know... really
1: careful nowadays. Yeah,
0: well, you pretty much have to be careful all the time now Yeah, too. yeah. But but I was curious about that because I do, I, I do a lot of open houses with other lenders t- or other um, realtors, too. I
1: was going to say, you do them with other lenders? That's kind of... Yeah.
0: Weird. We just have this club where we just go show houses. You <laughs> the know, Totally club. not even supposed to be in there. Yeah. yeah How to get access. Hey, you guys, come on in. You know, we found the door open over here. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think I'd be in jail. <laughs>
1: we can trespass legally. You can't. What? We can trespass. That's a different legally. way of putting it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you ever get people that want to, um, like, show their home, or not show their home, but somebody who wants to look at a home like really late at night, or you get the people that will only look on weekends. I, I the reason I ask that is I have a, a buyer that I'm, I'm doing a loan for right now, and he doesn't want to do it during the week. You know he works like from eight to four. and He does not want to look at a house during the week. So when a house comes up on the market, you know the realtor will call him and say, "Hey, there's a great one. We should go look at this tomorrow night at like five o'clock." He doesn't want to do it. He wants to wait till Saturday and Sunday. And then he doesn't understand why there's always multiple offers in because yeah. you went too
1: late. You took too long, especially in this. It's not a buyer's market. It's a seller's market still. So you have to jump on it.
0: Well, you want? Do you think it's better to be the first person in or the last person in when you're making a uh, a uh, offer on a an
1: home? offer? Um, you know, if I'm showing a property on Friday and the offer deadline is Sunday at 5, yeah. I wait. I'll prep it, but I wait because I want to have you that. Do wait. Heck yeah. I have a conversation with the listing agent and just to see what the seller needs. Yeah.
0: They yep. never tell you. I
1: don't just fire in an offer.
0: Well, and if you if I call them and said, "Hey, what's your highest offer?" They can't answer that, can they?
1: They can if they have permission to disclose. Oh,
0: I didn't know that. If yeah. They so
1: to. I, you know, I'll go to a seller and say, yeah. "Hey, we've got multiple offers. Do I have permission to disclose terms?" <laughs> Some will say no.
0: I would be like, "Okay, they want four fifty is the highest offer. I'd be <laughs> 451 451 one. Four fifty Oh, one. My favorite is when a
1: broker <laughs> says no escalation clauses. I love an escalation clause, but no why?
0: I, why do you like that?
1: Because it gives the buyer an opportunity to make one offer price. Like for Michael, for example, my investor, he's always cash.
0: Oh yeah, okay.
1: You know, if I tell Michael, hey, they have permission to disclose the highest offer is two hundred thousand right well, now. He knows
0: what he can, where he, he can knows, go and yeah. then he'll,
1: you know, he'll go in at 201. But he'll do an escalation clause up to two hundred and ten,
0: okay. Just in case something sense.
1: sneaks in afterwards. So if we know there's an offer in at two hundred thousand and that's the top, we'll write it at two hundred one thousand, and then we'll do an escalation clause to two ten. To
0: two ten, yeah. Just Meaning in case for for our listeners, if. If uh, And he'll
1: go up in like thousand dollar increments over that yeah. highest offer price.
0: But typically you wouldn't see that from a regular you know first- time home buyer or something no. like that. I mean no. I, I do see this market's just been crazy. We all say yeah. that all the time, and it's it's just I think the hardest thing for me is getting people to understand why we do the things we do.
1: They're like, not, you know, they don't do this day in and day no, out like we they do. they don't. So and it's you need hard to, to understand.
0: I think the first thing, too, when you're talking to a loan officer or you're talking to a realtor is ask the questions, but then you also need to be able to trust them.
1: They're That's giving hard.
0: You, yeah. Well, a lot of times I give advice, but I don't give it just to give advice. I'm doing it from experience and Why? telling you, hey. Really? Are you sure? Well, when we were talking about escalating, I was thinking about our conversations usually <laughs> during the week that always escalate. <laughs> yeah. But um, what about a seller?
1: A seller right now wanting to prep their home?
0: Well, I think maybe on the next segment we talk about... Curb appeal. Etiquette, too, for sellers, too, and curb appeal, things like that. But um, that kind of reminds me of... Uh, I want to get to this REM Pony Express question for okay. you. Okay. So I I remembered this because I read it this morning on the way in. It was uh, from Christy in uh, Beaverton. Okay beaverton oregon they're going to be buying their first home by the way thanks for the email christy um and uh she said i was probably the best host she's ever heard on radio just so you know just <laughs> okay to you that. Yeah, yeah whatever yeah. Totally, totally, i have to, totally lying. just
1: don't compliment him we all have to fit <laughs> in the same room people
0: <laughs> uh, anyway uh they're buying their first home for about 425
1: okay and in my beaverton? question
0: yes and my first question to them was you know have you gone would be have you talked to a loan officer yet because i want to know how they know they're Yeah, that point. But here was the question. She said they were concerned with their closing costs and fees and all that that they have to pay, how they're going to pay you as a realtor. Uh, How how does this buyer pay you commission and how much would it be? I get that question all the time. I do,
1: too. It's interesting uh, that a lot of people are not educated in that. So the commission is always in the listing contract. So it's always paid by the seller unless unless on the rare occasion you're writing an offer for FISBO for sale by owner. Mm-hmm. Then I'll go back to the seller and say, my commission is X. Do you agree to pay that? Sometimes buyer and sellers are, you will right, split it. it. A lot yeah.
0: of people think they have to pay it because yeah. I remember M and K did that yeah. to me after the week after we closed. A- after like,
1: it closed, they're like, how do we yeah. pay her? How do we
0: pay <laughs> Rebecca? I'm like, give the money to me and yeah. I'll meet with her later. Yeah. A
1: lot of people Just don't kidding. understand. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah I, I think that's a really good question though because, um, you know, if I'm a buyer first time, I don't know how to how, how do I pay you because yeah. you're doing a service for me. How do I pay? How does the seller no, pay? It's
1: always in the listing contract.
0: And those, by the way, um, I'm working with one of our clients right now who are just very confused with the paperwork. <laughs> and I, what I mean by paperwork is the disclosures. You get two different sets of disclosures when you uh, are buying a home. You'll have an initial set of disclosures right. which. Uh, are going to give you like what what we've talked about, what right. I've talked about with them. Here's and what we're and doing. And the fees yeah. are always
1: off. It's always high. Oh, Just sign always. It, We
0: always. The reason we, we always overestimate fees, and uh, there's a reason for that, is because I don't know what uh, the title and escrow company is it's doing. Right. And I don't know what those fees are yeah. yet. Um, there's a lot of times where uh, when you're uh, – Looking at your rate, and you want maybe you want to buy it down, maybe you want to pay a discount fee and buy your rate down. You may not know that until later on, right? So, we're always going to overestimate it to cover it because it's always better for us to overestimate it than underestimate it's it. It's
1: still stressful because I it went is. through that when I bought my house last year, and I was blowing up the lender's phone like oh my gosh why is it this why is it that what yeah i am not paying that and he's like calm down that's not what you're paying everybody just calm down yeah just I, sign it rebecca
0: i can't imagine you calling somebody angry that would just blow me away if <laughs> <laughs> you guys had any idea what she says to me um no but you're right because it is confusing i mean it's i've confusing. been doing this for yeah. 23 years and then it confuses me sometimes i'm like wait a minute
1: and honestly, people who have bought and sold ten, fifteen, five houses—they're still confused. Like, what? Where? Oh are, yeah, yeah. Why is that so high? Yeah. There's no
0: difference. In fact, okay, I knew I was doing a good job this week. I got, I got a silent pat on the back. Oh, did you? Two loan officers from my competition called me to do their loans.
1: Oh, that's. They're nice. not even
0: doing it with their own company.
1: Why is that? Because academy's Different awesome, and I rock. Is it a different program that other than what no, they can do? No,
0: mm-hmm. actually, well, one of them, one it of sounds them sounds like is, someone's giving
1: away free money. Like why? They-
0: no, there's a lot of stuff going on in the lending world right now, especially with uh, mortgage brokers and banks. There's programs that are being taken away. There's new ones coming in. Fees are changing constantly. Um, they're being very careful because we're heading into uh, a tougher market with the rates going up and the and the. Uh, Values of homes going up So it's getting a little tougher But a lot of times they they call me because A, I've been doing it for a really long time And they trust me Mm -hmm. Um, But also because they don't want their company necessarily to see what their credit report says and what their background oh really you know what i mean they're just kind oh. of personal information they don't want to share with their boss
1: oh so it's another lender having you do their personal loan yes gotcha
0: and then there's another one that i have where they um their company just doesn't do those loans but even if they were to broker it out to another lender um the fees on it were so high and she goes i know you guys don't charge origination fees and i'm like yeah well this saved her almost ten thousand dollars that's a lot yeah so that's closing I, costs. i knew money. i was doing something right when they yeah. started calling me. i'm like well wait a minute you compete with me but okay now i'm gonna charge you fees no, <laughs> no i'm just kidding not. i did <laughs> but it's it's just they know this is a really good lesson for people that are buying a house you know we yeah. always talk to people at open houses and they say i already got a lender i already got a realtor i already got yeah yeah yeah, yeah I, we always hear that i don't want to don't put me on any list i don't want anybody calling me or anything don't be foolish. You need to compare. You have to. you'll be surprised. Yeah. yeah. And we're going to be right back with. Realtors. Escrow. And mortgage. Oh, my.
1: You can't hit that note. Like- five,
0: five. You got to drag that out. That's right. Welcome back to Realtors. Escrow. And
1: mortgage.
0: Oh, my. You did a lot deeper that time <laughs> than I did. but We were just. Uh, hey, thanks for listening. By the way, um, you know, I was thinking the other day when I was at home.
1: Oh, boy. That's dangerous.
0: Well, I, yeah, thinking was the dangerous part. But I was thinking, what would happen if somebody only got half the show because all of a sudden they had to get out of their car or they were driving somewhere? And is there any way they could hear it again? Well, there
1: is. They could what? go to what? Apple Podcast and search for out? the REM show. Oh. Or they could go to Spotify and search for the REM show. Or, or yes. more importantly, they could go to rebecca and look it up.
0: You can get the head thing That's in there right. going Rebecca's now. Rebecca's got houses. Rebecca's got houses. I'm just waiting
1: for somebody to make me a a, a beat a musical. Oh, I thought you were going to say a bobblehead. We <laughs> get a <little laughs> bobblehead of us. <laughs>
0: Do you? Um, you know, and two, I, I did notice too on on uh, Spotify. It's r.e.m. Yes. Dot show, I think. But if bin. they go
1: to rebeccascotthouses dot com and click on the R E M tab, there's links on there that will take them to either Apple.
0: That would be so much Spotify. easier. Oh my gosh! Oh so my cool. god! I remember the name of the movie with Nicolas Cage and Molly Ringwald.
1: What is it? I forgot. what Valley it was. Girl. Yes, Valley Girl. Yes,
0: I knew it. I okay. could. That was driving me crazy. I think I got that like three Valley in the morning. Valley Girl. Oh brother! My
1: best friend Susie, who's still my best friend to this day, we used to watch Valley Girl. <laughs>
0: That was, and that was very, um, uh, like re- realistic for that time it when was. we were in that age. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we were just talking about buyer etiquette, but I wanted to ask you a little bit more about, um, sellers, people that are wanting to sell their home.
1: you know what I'm excited about.
0: Oh, I know what this is. Here we go. Come on. The world famous. It's the
1: spring housing market.
0: And are you excited? I
1: am so excited. I wet my plants.
0: Oh, there it is. There's the tagline.
1: <laughs> Look out get... for the, those billboards. They're going to go up.
0: <laughs> You get more business from that <laughs> than I've ever seen. I can't even steal it. You've already, you're already no. using it.
1: When I put them up last year, I had contractors, builders. I had a, a big billboard on Highway yeah. 217 in Greenberg. They were sending I me messages. Yeah. Great billboard. Keep it up.
0: <laughs> well, you've had some good ones. Yeah. But that's... People have said, why would she say that on there? It makes total sense to me because I see all the tulips and everything down there.
1: Curb appeal, people.
0: Why would I water my plants right now?
1: Because it's the spring housing market and you need to spruce up the outside. Why would I want
0: to spruce the outside up?
1: Because curb appeal is everything.
0: So uh, that's a question I have, too, because, you know, um, I always hear you don't see so much in the winter. It's raining and kind of snow and everything else. Um, But there's a reason why you want to make you want to put new plants in. What else could they put in besides plants? You want to pressure wash. Oh, that's all the concrete.
1: Pressure wash your deck. If your deck needs to be painted or you know stained again, just do it. Wash your windows inside and out. Put bark dust down. Green up the grass. There's so many things you can do on the outside. Fresh hanging baskets and honestly, fresh flowers outside and fresh flowers inside. Declutter the inside of the house.
0: Declutter. Declutter.
1: Yes. Get a storage unit.
0: You know, you you brought up a good one. I never thought of this. The hanging plants would be great because you can take those with you when you leave. <laughs>
1: no, you can't. No. Well, no. I mean, they're just hanging up. No. Why not? When you want to no. leave them there anyway. for the new buyer.
0: You ever go to Bauman's? Uh, I here? get my f- hanging baskets they make the, They yeah. have the best hanging baskets ever.
1: In fact, when you list with me, I actually bring hanging baskets out to your house. And I, I pay for those and I put them... Everywhere. So you're telling me that
0: you go buy those really cool baskets for all your customers when they listen to you, but you never give me any flowers.
1: Why would I do that?
0: Because you love me. Because I'm like the best person you've ever worked with before. Wow. Whoa, easy, easy how you answer that. Wow. Okay. And then here's a good question, too.
1: someone thinks really highly of themselves.
0: You're the one that told me that Uh, before. I don't know. You must have been (laughs)
1: dreaming. I don't
0: know. Nobody cares about me. My mom does, but that's another story. <laughs> I have a, a question on someone's
1: a mama's boy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I freely admit that my mom's awesome. My mom is awesome, actually. Um, I hope she's listening. So I have a question for you about you mentioned paint, stain, patching yeah. holes in walls, things like that before. When should they do this? If you're if you're listing the home and it's getting ready to show. Yeah. Like night before.
1: Oh, this takes at least a month.
0: Thank you. Because I've yeah. seen people doing the night before, they're trying to patch walls and you come in and there's all this
1: mud and tape No, I always try to, no, always try to uh, two weeks ago I met with a seller, I have a listing coming up out south where we can't quite talk about it yet, but she was like, I'll get bark dust this weekend and put it down. I'm like, no, 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 wait. Wait. Wait a couple of days before photos and then that oh, way yeah, it looks nice it looks and fresh. Oh yeah, because then it looks really fresh, Yeah. yeah.
0: I hate yep. that stuff. I always get splinters from it.
1: I just have somebody
0: do it. Now, well, if somebody else did it, I would be okay with it. But <laughs> when I used to you know, put that in work. the yard. And, oh, my God. <laughs> man's work. <laughs> okay. So I wanted to ask you about um, the market, too, this week. Yeah. Now, we've been doing market analysis for uh, quite a few shows now. Yeah. But we always seem to run out of time because we, we get so into it, we do too many. So. Did you bring anything this week, maybe? Like one? We could go to one market analysis? We're going to do one
1: market analysis.
0: Okay. So this is becoming more and more of a question we're getting in our email. They want to know about certain areas. So certain I'll start areas. sending those to you ahead of time. Where okay. are we going to go? Where are we going today in Oregon?
1: We're going to Happy Valley.
0: Oh, is it Happy there?
1: I guess. I think right. the median list price is pretty happy killer. Happy Valley.
0: Okay. So what is the median list price guess. for Happy Valley? Happy Valley. I would... I'm it's think. a very popular area. It is a lot of new construction. I know I'm going to get this totally wrong. Probably, you get everything wrong. Wow. Well, <laughs> about when I picked a house to work with? Uh, I just kidding. Four. <laughs> four ninety. No,
1: see, I told you you're going to get it wrong. No. Uh,
0: well, first you give me the places I think are going to be cheaper, and they're higher. And now you're going to give me something else. Happy Valley is Valley's
1: a hot market. What is it? Nine hundred
0: and twenty five thousand. Oh wow, that blows. It's almost me as away. high as Almsville. <laughs> okay, that's that's a lot. How many homes are listed right now?
1: Twenty seven as of this morning there you when go. I printed this out.
0: That's what we've talked about before. That's why the prices are going higher because we mm-hmm. don't have enough inventory. If there's seventy people looking to live in Happy Valley and there's only twenty five houses. Twenty seven. Twenty seven this week, they might not get into one of those. They might have to wait till the next week or the week after. But there's always new stuff coming on, right?
1: Yeah, it's crazy. Um, you, average days on market, 128.
0: That, see, that doesn't make oh. sense to me. If there's only 25, it must be slowing down just a little bit. No?
1: You know, I think it's harder to get appraisers out there.
0: I know I'm slowing down a little bit because we're coming up on a break. It's
1: because you're old. Oh,
0: my God. You just keep <laughs> giving. You know, you're not that much younger than I am. <laughs>
1: yes, I am. What are you talking no, you're about? you're not.
0: You we'll be right about? back with <laughs> Queen Rebecca uh, there you on go. <laughs> Realtors That's Growing More. Careful. Show. We all have to. And we're back with Queen Rebecca.
1: <laughs> That's right. Don't forget it.
0: <laughs> we're real estate, escrow, and mortgage.
1: Did you say real estate?
0: I did. Realtors.
1: Oh, escrow.
0: <laughs> well, I want to say realtor because it's only you.
1: <laughs> you could. I have
0: to tell you, too, I was laughing so hard the other day because um, I was watching, was an open house video that somebody would put up on Facebook, another oh, realtor. wasn't me. They, you know how they write down below. You can see the writing. I think you can see that on our video too. But while they're showing it, like it'll show her name and phone number. Yeah, captions. Oh. She spelled realtor R E A L T E R.
1: Oh, ouch. Yeah,
0: I wanted to comment, but I'm like, I don't think I want to be the one to you tell might her. I want to spell check the realtor, out. not the real or realtor. That's the other one I see all the you time.
1: You know, sometimes it's okay it? to make a typo. I mean, I've done that before. Just own it.
0: Yeah, it's when they say it, though, that I always laugh. What's the realtor? Relator? Relator.
1: Relator.
0: (laughs) (laughs) R-E-A-L-A-T-O-R-E. Anyways, thanks for listening to us today. By the way, if you uh, hear some stuff on our show and maybe you get interrupted or you miss it one weekend because you're doing something a lot better than this. um, But you wanted to go back and get this killer. (laughs) You want to get the killer information that we share with everybody for free. For free. You can go to Apple Podcasts and look up the REM Show, yep. or we're on Spotify yeah. at the REM Show. There, I think it's R period E period M period. We're soon
1: going to gonna be on Odyssey because I just learned about Ooh, this website. Odyssey
0: too. Okay, so um, but if they if they couldn't find us, where would they go? I mean, they'd be so Rebecca's confused. RebeccaScottHouses
1: dot com and click on the REM tab. Wait, what is it again? RebeccaScotthouses.com. dot com.
0: You didn't have the head shake <laughs> in there, have but head shake. Or you can call five zero three nine six seven five two five seven. That would be. Who's number is that? That oh. would be me, and I can give you uh, instructions on how to do that, or show you. I actually had somebody at our neighborhood pharmacy uh, where I shop uh, texted me on the way in here. I'll show it to you. She's, oh, like, really? she's like, "What's that podcast oh, address again?" Cool. Yeah, and then last night when I was at uh, Safeway in Vancouver, uh, one of the gals in there had been listening to the show, and so the other girl was said, "Let me, let me get that, um, let me get that address from you again." I'm like, "What's going on in here?" <laughs> So apparently, I'm. She um,
1: wanted your, the podcast website. Yeah. Really?
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm super popular in Safeway. People, in case you, are ever probably over in the fruit section. (laughs) Fruits and nuts.
1: I was gonna say probably the nuts section. Well, yeah, you know, I I just
0: kind of (laughs) just all over the place. I actually in Hawaii one time I was doing when I was doing a radio show there I went into a a local grocery store's Foodland in in Maui.
1: Foodland.
0: Foodland. It's kind of like a Safeway or an Albertson or something like that, but local. Um, and I'm in there and I'm paying for my groceries. And she said, did you want to pay with uh, uh, cash or card? And I said, oh, I'll just use my debit card. And she looks at me and she goes, are you the guy on the radio that does that? And I'm like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> then she gave me 10 percent off. I'm like, cool. Anybody else want to know who I
1: <laughs> I get that? Give me another 10 I'm on a billboard.
0: That's like when you know you punch in your number for your card, and it, mm-hmm. the, then they hit the subtotal, and all the money starts coming off. I, I keep going, just keep hitting the button, keep hitting, it. keep hitting it, baby. It's
1: like a game show. Oh
0: man, right keep now going. prices are so freaking high, which is going right into what I'm going to talk about today.
1: Oh, but you have a new uh, lender program as well, don't you?
0: We do actually for doctors, doctors uh, and it,
1: healthcare professionals.
0: Yes, and I'd, I forgot to bring that. I think I sent it to you too. Um, this one's just coming out, too, and I think it's going to be available next week. But um, Doctors and Health Professionals, uh, this one is, is uh, I think it's up to 90% uh, loan-to-value. Wow. Yeah. no 90? In, no mortgage insurance. That's good. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good loan, guys. I, I'll find out what it is and what the costs are and everything. We'll talk about it next week. Does
1: but. Academy do the Shanoa program? Shahua. You don't. Oh, probably not. Chinella. No,
0: I don't know. Honestly, I'd, I'd love just ask that. Me that.
1: I was very popular.
0: Is that like Twain? 2018,
1: not Shania Twain. No. Shanana. na, Um <laughs> 2018, 2019, when it was a buyer's market, um, no money down. It's a no money down program But what it is It's a small second Where they're financing Their down payment I think I
0: researched this before There was something I didn't like about it But I don't remember
1: I love that program And it needs to come back I'll have to on I'll,
0: That one I'm actually Going to write down And look up for you So S-H-A-N-O-A C-H-E-N-O-A That's
1: Chanoa
0: It's Shanoa. C-H-E-N-O-A, Shanoa
1: Chanoa C-H-E-N-O-A Chanoa program Chenoa. I mean you can pronounce it I was trying to do want. it
0: phonetically And it just didn't work <laughs> It never right. does 20 times. Um so one of the questions I get all the time is okay. is why are the rates so going up? Why are the houses pricing going up? How come, How come this? How come that? No, no, oh. we're not going to do that. Um it really doesn't have anything to do with politics at this point. It has to do with uh it has to do with inventory. Mm. It has to do with um a ton of stuff. That's been coming for a while, and we've all seen it. I know when you and I met, I warned everybody. I kept saying, you know, the rates are going to come up. Rates are going to go up.
1: Yeah, can't stay in the threes forever. And
0: this was before the election. I was saying this way before the election. So it it just makes common sense. If you watch how uh, rates move, one of the questions I get all the time is, is this normal? Well, first of all, rates are just not normal ever. They kind of do their own thing. But there are certain factors that can affect that. Right, Inflation can affect it. Um, lack of inventory, or not lack of inventory, but um, uh, the Fed is a big one. We hear all the time about um, Powell talking about the uh, the going to raise the interest rates a quarter to half a point. I was going to say, point. isn't it
1: supposed to go up a quarter?
0: They did say they're raising it a quarter, but a lot of people think that's not aggressive enough. So the markets, it's all on based, a lot of this is opinions too. Mm-hmm. What it's really tied into is mortgage-backed securities, 10-year treasury bonds, things like that. So if you're a... Um, a rate nerd like me, I watch this all day long, and I watch the little candlestick graphs and the graphs, and I have it on that my phone. That would drive and... me nuts. Well, after a while, you just kind of you can glance at it and you can tell what's going on. But um, are there you one are... of
1: these people that have a TV everywhere?
0: No, no, no. What I have is similar though. I have three monitors on my desk. So this one's my email that I'm answering or doing stuff with. Here's the internet sites or whatever I'm looking up uh, for or using uh, the uh, loan program software that we use for the company. And then over here, I have a, an intraday TikTok. chart. Yeah. No, not TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> I'm looking at Rebecca's got houses.com. <laughs> Did she put a new one up yet? Oh, come on, guys. No, I, I do actually watch uh, the rates during the day really? to see where they're going. Like uh, Friday, um, one of the things that can affect us is when mortgage bond securities are, go down or go lower.
1: Okay.
0: Um, and it went down by 72 basis points. So I knew is right away- that's a pretty big jump for the day. Usually you'll see it move maybe. Well, I can't say usually because it's always different. But I've seen it stay flat. And I've seen it do like eight basis points or maybe.
1: So that's a, quite a jump.
0: The big jump. Hmm. Um, and then you just know the next day. Monday. We're going to get hit, you know, depending on pricing. And it also. Because it only,
1: it only happens. It's like the stock market. It's Monday yeah. through Friday. Nothing happens on the weekend.
0: Monday through Friday. And then at uh, 2 o'clock on Fridays, we're done. So I, I love it when somebody comes to me on a Friday afternoon at four o'clock and says, hey, can you check rates for me? It's like, oh, yes, because I know they're not going to move. <laughs> yeah. And I can say, but then I also will tell you people that if you are looking for a home, lock it, just lock the rate. This has been a roller coaster ride on rates. Um, I've never seen a move this fast. For in my time that I've done this.
1: But they can't lock the rate until they have a contract
0: sign. Yes, that's true. And I I'm glad you brought pl- that yeah, up. I
1: just had a buyer text me and said, can we lock our rate? And I said, not until you're under contract.
0: No, and, t- and a typical rate lock would be 30, 45 days, something like that. Yeah. Um, and I the- can't
1: lock it. They have to call the lender. Oh,
0: it's absolutely a lender. You have mm-hmm. to have the contract. Once yeah. you have the contract, you can lock that. Yeah. So uh, one program we have, because everybody is so afraid of rates and uh, them going up more, Um, is this. We have an extended lock program now. There's a fee for it. Oh. But if they close the loan with us, that fee is credited back. Extended like 90 days. Wow. So let's say you've got a home. I have a a customer right now, and um, he's uh, purchasing a home that they're waiting for the plat to be recorded Oh, boy. And he's worried because he's like, oh, man, it's already been two months. I don't know if it's going to happen. And he's seeing the trend. He he works in accounting, so he's kind of watching the same numbers I am. And he's like, I need to lock this, and I can't. I said, let's do the extended. Yeah, this is a killer, killer program.
1: So explain this. What does that mean?
0: It means that typically we would lock it for, say, 30 to 45 days on any purchase. If you and I are doing a transaction, you hand me the contract and it says it's got to close by the 15th. Well, by the 12th, we're looking at this going, oh, man, we haven't yeah. even had an appraisal done yet. I can lock it. right uh, And it's already locked. Typically, it's going to cost the buyer money per day to extend that lockout. And that's expensive. It can be. It's not a lot, but it adds up the longer you have to do it.
1: 25 bucks here, 30 bucks here. Yeah, there. so yeah. typically
0: I look at, and there's difference in rates too. Thirty yeah. A 30-day lock is usually a little bit cheaper than a 45-day lock. So everybody says, well, what's a 90-day 90 lock, 90 lock going to cost me? Well, if you call 503-967-5257, <laughs> I can tell you. Are you and-
1: allowed to quote what it would cost or no?
0: I'm not sure. Yet. I'm going to wait and talk to Stephanie on that. Okay. I don't, it's not. It's not a lot of money, but I just. I don't know if I, I. If I can say it, let me put it to you this way: It's a lot cheaper than any other fee you're going to pay.
1: So is it more than a thousand or less than a thousand? Less than a thousand. Okay.
0: Quite a bit less.
1: It's not a not a commitment to lend.
0: No, it's not a commitment <laughs> to lend. It's a commitment but, to lock for ninety days. <laughs>
1: so is that something like if uh, I'm doing a bank statement loan? Is that something that might be beneficial to do? Because. Typically, non-conforming loans take longer. Is that correct? Yes.
0: If you're doing a non-QM loan, uh, it, then a lot of times when we broker them out, we already know it's going to take longer. than Because Academy's quick. I mean, we can get them done really fast. Yeah. But if it's something where I have to rely on somebody, other lender's schedule, it can take a long time. Especially right. like, a, like you said, a bank statement loan where they're giving 12 or 24 months bank statements to show income. Um, which are very popular, and we do a lot of those. I do. Yep. Um, yeah, they can take a little longer. I, would, I probably would never do a 30-day lock unless I had the approval in my hand from that lender before we even started, which isn't going to happen. So typically I would lock them longer. But you could use something like that, yes.
1: What other type of loan would that be a benefit for? I guess we're going to talk about that on the next segment. Oh,
0: I can give you a quick answer on that one when we come back. Okay. All right, we'll be right back with the REM show. And we are back
1: We are back
0: With Darren and Rebecca
1: <laughs> Oh my
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh man We have too much fun on this show We do hey, You know somebody asked me the other day what do, I, what do I do like when I get home at night And I'm, I want to relax Right What do you do When you just want to just cut it all out Because we get Oh man our phones blow up all day We're always on the phone We're always driving somewhere It's pretty stressful it's very, so,
1: It can be very stressful So
0: what do you do besides drink heavy I'm just kidding. I know you don't. I
1: don't. <laughs> Only on Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> that would make it
0: worse. That would make it totally worse.
1: No, that might make that would make me cry. Um
0: gosh. I, I could make you cry. Doubtful. But like do you go home and just kick your shoes off, lay on a couch? Do you watch a movie? Do you listen to music? What do you do? I usually just What do you do? I
1: go out to dinner and just have a nice conversation There I'm you just go. chill and relax.
0: You and Peyton usually go out yeah. and hang out? Yeah. I think uh for me it's uh I have to have quiet because all I'm, I'm doing is talking all day and I get tired of it. I'm sure you get tired of it too. Um, but I honestly put on my headphones and I'll, I'll just get into some funky music or get on like Pandora and just oh, pick really? a weird mix. And I just blast it. You know, sometimes I'll watch the videos, old school stuff that I grew up with or even, you know, I have a real big mix of taste in music.
1: I do too, because I'm a music junkie. So if I have to work late, like spring, summer, longer, yeah. longer, if I'm up late writing contracts, I either want to listen to, this is weird, but Kenny Chesney because he has that calming voice. Oh my god! Or or Khalid.
0: Khalid, <laughs> really? I know.
1: I love that. I have to have I have to have something playing in the background, but it has to be kind of calming. I don't want that agro acdc playing i need so to calm. I, I especially late at night after a long day what about
0: like kenny loggins no gross he has a calming voice no he does not that's kind of high isn't it
1: no i want about hear like, like kenny rogers blue chair <laughs>
0: <laughs> i do i just Khalid. sometimes i just need to shut everything off you know i think the, the next house we buy uh, my wife and i i want to have like a den that's my
1: oh you don't have your own space
0: I do, but it's more of an office for me. I love the houses uh, where they've taken uh, one room and turned it into a library, floor-to-ceiling books, and they've got the ladder. Those are kind of cool. Isn't that cool? I would love to do that. I mean, I I just need something to get my mind off things. Sometimes I'll read and blast music at the same time, which my— Really? Yeah. A lot of my friends think that's really weird, but I can zone out really easy.
1: I can listen to an audible late at night.
0: Yeah, I could do books. I, I I tend to not listen to Audibles because I've had to read those before for voice acting. Oh, really? Yeah, That's it's really kinda neat. it's it's kind of hard to do it because you're reading, you know, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, I got to take a break, and you go to take your break. Well, your voice is going to change when you come back. You could have been reading <laughs> yeah. like New Home Sale for February, and then you come back, you're like. Shows sales of newly built homes. It just doesn't sound right when they mix it. Yeah. So you have to kind of read it over and over and over. And you're listening to it over and over until yeah. you get that one cadence That would in there. annoy me. It is annoying. Yeah. That's why I don't do them anymore.
1: Yeah. But
0: anyway, I mean, that's not true. I do them. But um, I wanted to uh, talk a little bit more about the rates. We were talking about why they're yeah. rising. So this might be a little bit kind of into a weird spot. But um, the risk is rising. Okay. And intending period of high inflation could push longer-term expectations uncomfortably higher. That's from Jerome Powell.
1: Who's Jerome Powell?
0: He's the big guy at the Fed.
1: I'm just asking for people who don't know.
0: So what that quote is saying, really, I'm reading this partially and I'm ad-libbing here. um, It's why long-term rates have risen so fast of late and why the Fed is speaking so tough this week. You were just talking about (laughs) it. You wanted to raise it faster um the major fear of the fed is for a long-term inflation expectations to rise everybody's going to go oh we're just going to keep going and going and going which would lead to stagflation right we can get into that another time
1: it's going to lead to a buyer's market
0: well it's yeah it could either way i mean i don't really know at this point but the major fear of the fed is for long-term inflation expectations to rise, meaning people will expect higher prices in the future if people expect higher prices we will see higher prices This disruption to price stability is exactly what the Fed wants to fight. That's what they're trying to fight by raising the rates. Hmm. So um, if you look historically into this, if you really wanted to, it it does make sense why you don't want to, do you? Wait, (laughs) okay. Just kidding. (laughs) Sometimes I don't either. But the the whole point is is that um, until things start to calm down, we're going to see this rate roller coaster. So you might call me tomorrow, and I might tell you the rate is this much. And then you call me the next day and say, "Well, I saw it cheaper, and I, oh, it went down today. Oh, okay, so it's going down. And then the next day, it's up twice as high."
1: You know, I'm never calling you and asking you what the rate is.
0: You, <laughs> <gasps> she just doesn't call me anymore. <laughs> Let's
1: be honest. I'm no, never going to ask you that.
0: We talk all the time. <laughs> so, I wanted to uh, also, um, I got to make you a new commercial for the wet the plants thing too, because we are coming right into spring.
1: Springtime. The cherry blossoms are out. Yeah. I love those. They're so well. I want to,
0: and, and one of the things I want to talk about this too, because we're going to do is, uh, some of the events coming up around here. Yes. In this area, which I know you've, you've got a couple We've that we talked the, uh, about. we got the Wooden
1: Shoe Tulip Festival.
0: Oh, I, that would be fun. Have I you was, not gone there? No, because I lived up in the Seattle area before. I always wanted to go to the Skagit Valley one. That's huge. Oh. Um, but I was never able to get up there to see that. Um, my wife Peyton did. Out
1: there to the Wooden Shoe.
0: Is it fun? It's yeah. It's, it's like fun. Seventy acres or something. It's
1: really it? pretty. I love to take photos out there
0: you lay down in the tulips and take pictures? and I'm Everybody always not, does no, that. I'm not doing that. Did you tiptoe?
1: <laughs> I did not. Through the tulips? I don't tiptoe anywhere.
0: Okay. <laughs> um, you know, another question that came to this. I, we say this all the time jokingly, but we always have to say a pre-approval is?
1: Not a commitment to lend.
0: Why is it not a commitment to lend? That's the question I get all the time.
1: Why is it not? You're the lender. Let's hear it.
0: Let me tell you, Rebecca. Okay. <laughs> the reason it's not a commitment to lend is because when we're first taking information from you, I'm asking you for, like, your two months of bank statements yeah. and everything else. Um, and there's a lot of things that can happen there. I'm saying you're pre-approved based on what you gave me. Right. What The information you gave me.
1: Now you're saying, let's see the documentation. Back it up.
0: There you go. So yeah. I'm giving you this pre-approval, which is not a commitment because I haven't seen all of your documentation right. yet. I'm just going based upon the basics you've given me. Right. So what can happen if that changes? Well, let's say you go and you put a, an offer in on a house, then all of a sudden you lose your job. Well, I can't do the loan anymore.
1: Or you really don't bring in 5000 a month like you said you did.
0: Yeah, like the one fast food chain manager um, that told me that he made 50000 a month.
1: Fifty a month?
0: A month. This was a while ago, and I just went, eh, that doesn't sound right. <laughs>
1: Must have gotten some really good bonus. Well,
0: choice. it wasn't true, so no. we found out later. <laughs> Yeah. So, no, there's no commitment until it's a commitment. I'll just put it to you that way. We have to see everything, and things happen. What's everything?
1: What type of documentation do you require? Um,
0: Usually, I would say uh, just about every lender is going to require 30 days pay stubs. So, if you work and get paid once a month, once a week, twice a month, whatever, I just need 30 days worth. A couple of reasons we need that is it's showing, A, that you're employed. Right. (laughs) But it also shows your year to date. Because a lot of times, uh, people work a lot of overtime. I can't count it unless I can see a history of a hi-
1: it. You have to have a history. It can't just be a, right. a one-off.
0: So I might be looking at your pay stub going, dang, this guy makes a lot in overtime. Yeah. His year-to-date shows it. But then if I ask you for your W-2s, which is the next thing I'm going to ask you for, for the last two years, yeah. and I'm looking at your, your current pay, and I'm looking at your last two W-2s, I'm like, wow, he really does. He gets overtime all the time. Yeah. Now, you might have told me you made an hourly wage, but now as a loan officer, I'm going, oh, bonus. I can count this now because you've been making it st- you know, steadily for two years. What so if, don't be afraid to give me that stuff because I'm looking for ways to get you. What you know. if
1: I have inherited money? Do I have to show you documentation or proof of that?
0: If not, always, it? Okay. not always. Not um, always. In some, I know why you brought that up because yeah, yeah, we yeah. had one recently yeah. where we did. Um, a lot of times, yeah, you've got to show where that came from. And it could be sometimes if it's in a trust, that's the one that we really want to see. When it is, or if it was a recent death in the family and that inheritance is still is very, very uh, Very fresh and real new. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But not always. It depends on the lender. Sometimes they ask for it. Sometimes they don't. You know, it just really depends in general, um, your loan officer. Like if you were to call me and you're worried about something like that, ask me that up right up front, because then I can find out based on everything else you're giving me.
1: Yeah. So you need all that documentation and then title will need a death certificate. Yeah.
0: Usually I find out from the title when they say, hey. Ask them for a death certificate. Yeah. Gonna, you ask them. I'm not going to ask them. <laughs> anyway. Call no, that was me. short week this week. Yeah. Go to the Tulip Festival. That's until what? The 30th?
1: It goes from March 18th to May 1st.
0: Go to the Tulip Festival. We'll be tiptoeing through. <laughs> and until next week, <laughs> we'll see you again on their Realtors Escrow and Mortgage Show. Oh